You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. PostWrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you found us in your podcast app. And of course, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. Hello, Twitch room. How are we doing? Yes, we are back up next, together in the same place, the same time. Live? Live on Tuesday nights. Yeah. And I'm not sure if anyone's aware, but it's spring break. Spring break, guys. Spring break. Spring breaking. Spring break. Ripping chicken. Duncan breaking, Duncan spring breaking forever. That's what we're here today. Spring break. Uh, if you're in the Twitch, you might see we're rocking our spring break, spring break attire. Yeah, yeah I mean, just look outside. It, it feels like spring break. We've got the, the beautiful gray clouds, the rain. I think that's lightning over there. It's lightning. It might be a tornado. Not sure. Wonderful. Yeah, spring break here for us. So we're rocking our Hawaiian shirts. Uh, and my bucket hat, and we are ready for some some NXT. Mm. But yeah, uh, welcome. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Back in the swing of things. Been uh, three days back at work. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little exhausted. We've been kind of tearing it up since being back. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's nice putting NXT at 8 p.m. rather than one in the morning. That's, 6 a.m. That's a lot nicer. Right. Um, yeah, and it's good to be back. Getting yeah. Getting in the swing of things, yeah. Working. Working a lot. We had a little, yeah, I had a little uh, welcome back Davy party mm-hmm. on Saturday night at the BDE, and it got it turned into a karaoke party. Oh, yeah. People brought dates to the party. They did. So that's always fun. We are making new drinks. Making new drinks. Who would have known? Who would have thought? Hot cross bun gin with Coke is, it gin? is amazing. Hot, yeah. It's gin that's it was gin. 
hot cross bun flavored gin with Coke. Everyone like had a sip and was like, oh, oh, oh. Is that a hot cross ooh, bun? Ooh. <laughs> that kind of that... lingers. It was so nice. Literally, someone was like, I know that flavor. And we were like, wait, you didn't even know that that's what it was? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we had quite a little, we had quite a little party on, uh, Saturday. But yeah, we've been also recording a bunch of shows and, mm-hmm. and stuff as well. So it's been, it's been all right. Back into like the normal schedule for yourself. Back into the routine. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. And now you're just like, ah. Oh. No, it's it's good to be back yeah. into the routine. Like I'm I'm kind of ready for this like summer weather to come in. Uh I'm going to be working a lot. I just picked up another job. Um so going to be working at another patio yeah. uh, for the summer as well. Patio so season coming. Going to be soon. working a lot, but that means lots of money, which means I can like go to things like wrestling again and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh we've hopefully got a little trip to Dynamite in a few weeks coming up. That'll be fun. Are you talking about how you want to get tickets for Monday Night Raw coming to the Scotiabank Arena in August? When's that? August? <laughs> they've they've announced Raw's coming in August and I think the dark match is Cody versus Seth. Yeah, I'll go to Raw. Yeah. Can see it out our window right now. Yeah, we can we can walk there in minutes. So I went to we so we live now a four minute walk from the Rogers Center. I went to a Jays game for the first time since like COVID and, mm-hmm. and everything. And now living here, like being able to just be like, oh, going in, it was pretty pretty sweet. Uh, and then uh, the Jays were playing again tonight. I probably would have done the, the doubleheader because there was the Yankees, Yankees series right now. And it yeah. uh, looks like the Yankees just absolutely spanked the Blue Jays. Oh, so dear. Good, good for, they didn't yet. They beat them yesterday, too, but just by a point. But wow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was a, a lot of fun kind of going. Leafs doing all right. The Leafs are also winning. They're, they won a game like pretty, pretty good. So, I yeah. mean, hey, Toronto's up right now. It's exciting. What yeah. a time. Yeah. I, uh, I put in a. Like after the Jays game, I got an email from Toronto Blue Jays and MLB and Rogers Center being like, Hey, do you want to do this like questionnaire about your, your experience at the, the game? So I gave honest review. I said everything was great. Atmosphere is great. Felt safe, felt fun, whatever. Only complaint. I got a hot dog and it was terrible. <laughs> like I'm going to a baseball game. The only place I probably want a hot Would dog. Would get a hot dog. Why was the, Topping selection, mustard and ketchup. I'm at a. I'm at the Rogers Center. You have sushi on some of these. They're like street meat guide. Like that's just what I said. Down here. That's what I said in the review. I said next. T- I. I was like, I came with a group. We were really disappointed. We also like. We if we knew that the hot dogs were so bad, it was the bun. It was too bunny. It was like a rock, almost like a like hard bun. You need a good meat to bread ratio. Exactly. And it didn't have that whatsoever. Mm. So I was honest with the MLB and the Rogers Center and the Blue Jays Corporation. And I'm hoping to hear back. Maybe they'll uh, take my... I said that I've been to games in other places in the world where I, you know, I've had hot dogs. Why can't you live up to the standard of having a, 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 yeah, a dog true. at a game? You know, We need the Jays game. All these American stadiums talking about how they have good hot dogs. Not that, Hot dogs suck, but like when you're at a baseball game... That's like the only time. And I was a little disappointed. Mm. You know, you pay 30 bones for a hot dog and a beer and the hot dog is just ass. I mean, it probably is actual ass because it's a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I hope, I hope I get, <laughs> I hope I, I hope I, uh, I hope I can get the world 
changing better hot dogs at the yeah because we need it for when uh wrestling <laughs> when wrestling comes there yeah for sure we need, we're, we're starting now we're, we're starting now for when wrestling yeah. comes at uh the rogers center for sure they'll have good hot dogs well it looks like wwe might be doing more stadium show i mean they must have their eye on on doing a, a big like show at the dome as well too but i don't know i don't know if after being there in the jays the rogers center i'm like ooh, this is a lot of seats i don't know if you could do the whole thing but like Smaller things yeah. for shows. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, that's what I, I did. Uh, I went to that. We also have a new whole schedule uh, coming out for May of podcasts. So that's what we're going to be doing this month. Yeah. Uh, as always, lots of exciting things to look forward to. We're, we're going back into retro 2013 NXT. Uh, we're in September now uh, around around like my birthday time. It's September uh, 2013. It's the the. The Sami Zayn Cesaro feud, and now Sami Zayn Swagger, Jack Swagger. Which I mean, if we ever do a best match ever, Jack Swagger, this match has to be yeah. talked about. So sleeper hit. Everyone remembers the two out of three falls, Sami Cesaro, but we got to talk about this. This will be out. This yeah, week. good episode. We're talking about this yeah. week. Um, we've got uh, another Friday the thirteenth coming next week, so we'll be diving back into that with part two of Friday thirteenth. Yeah, we've kind of been all over the place with. Friday the 13th. We let people vote last time. Freddy versus Jason. We've done Jason X. We've yeah. done the first one. So I think go go to number two this time. Yeah. Um, we've got the 25th anniversary of WCW Slamboree. Whoa. We're going to be talking about a bit of a retro WCW review. Yeah. I mean, and then a huge show that actually we're going to be releasing this weekend and we're going to record it tomorrow. So I would love some people's feedback. We uh, know that we, we talk about AEW and they're doing the whole... Owen Hart Foundation mm. tournament. Well, we've never done a best match ever, Owen. So that's what we're doing this week. Best match ever, Owen Hart. Uh, we would love your recommendations and feedback uh, up there because uh, I love Owen Hart and can't wait to talk all about. I already know what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My cards are on change. the table. Who knows? Who knows? Sometimes that, I saw we've had things and we've been like, oh, you that added, was a bit of a Yeah, set. I that, saw the that list. tag match that we talked about on the, yeah. the Razor Ramon yeah. show. That kind of caught me by surprise. Yeah, so. a lot of our best matches ever. We did the Steiners one and like there was some sleeper mm. like Japan Tokyo Dome one. We were like, what the? Like some crazy stuff that we, we do the digging. We do our research. Well, at least you, you look at like cage match and all sorts of different things. And yeah, we come, you compile these lists, but. Owen Hart going to chat all about the the career of and best matches of him and I can't wait because I love I love Owen Hart. So. And then we've got Double or Nothing coming out up at the end of the month and kind of wanted something a kind of casino y themed. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about Fully Loaded 2000. In my opinion, maybe the best B level pay per view ever. Okay. Wow. Um, triple header main event. You've got uh, Rock. Benoit, you've got yeah. Jericho, Triple H in Last Man Standing. Right. You've got Angle Taker, I think. I think that's got the Val Venus Rikishi cage match. Uh, it's a good show. So okay. going to be talking about WWE's kind of casino-themed pay-per-view uh, to coincide with Double or Nothing coming up at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, lots to look forward to on the Patreon. Only five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash upnext. Uh, become a North American champion today. Yeah, I mean, five bucks and you get access to all the shows that we're going to be doing and putting out, not even this week, but this whole month. But it gives you access to everything that we've done. So all those best matches ever, all the retro pay-per-view reviews, Was Next, Retro NXT, 
go check it out because yeah we have a lot of podcasts up there and uh they're they're pretty sweet yeah. we've had a lot of uh fun and interacting with a lot of people as well follow us on twitter at up next podcast and join us on that facebook group uh if you use facebook because there's a page which links you to the group and there's all sorts of fun stuff in there uh as well but yeah so much fun uh, before we jump into NXT, I mean, something we also do on this show is we pour one, pour one out. out. Got to pour a few out today, don't we? I mean, a few days ago, but yeah, yeah. we got to pour a few out. We are a show that we watch NXT every week, and it seems like every week there's just less and less familiar faces. It's like when you go to work. Uh, I don't even know what it's like. What, what is this like when you just every time we watch the show, it's just all of a sudden there's missing pieces to the puzzle slowly changing. So, yeah, this one's so I'm, I'm getting up the the list here. Um, we've got some people we're, we're less familiar with, like Raylan Devine, uh, Myla Milani, um, Sanjana George. Uh, but then some names who we've become a bit familiar with uh, over the last uh, few months, like Draco Anthony. Uh, he was he was there for a cup of coffee, literally, wasn't he? Oh, that's it. You can I just turn the came show, up with you that. You can turn the okay. show off now, guys. That's it. That ain't being tough. Um, yeah, but yeah, Draco Anthony gone. Um, <laughs> Harland, who we've we've noticed has been kind of missing the last few weeks, which is interesting yeah. considering Gacy's going for the world uh, for the NXT title. Yeah, uh, he's gone. Um, Dexter Loomis and Persia Parada. Um, hmm. now this is the Dexter Loomis, Indy Hartwell story has been going on for well over a year on screen yeah. husband. You've started this kind of tag team with Duke Hudson and Dexter. You've got Persia involved, um, who I think we saw a lot of promise in, in Persia as well. hundred percent. Um, very, very odd. Um, yeah, I mean, to unpack here, Persia is definitely someone I, saw, I was like, whoa. And I'm pretty sure we've seen her on some indie stuff as well back in... Watch the Aussie show. Yeah, in some indie, Aussie stuff, we? yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? Yeah, she has some promise. And I'm, I'm a little like, oh, okay. Because considering I think they could have used her a, a bit better. And instead, they put her in these weird things. So that's odd. Uh, but, then, but then Dexter, yeah. That's a character that has been focus so much for the past year and then just drop it just eh and I see don't... i mean we, we've been saying for so long like this this is something that probably would work on the main roster this yeah. character yeah. um what i don't get is why not just write them out somehow yeah like this week it, it was clearly had uh creative clearly had a lot of plans for this team and then it's written off by indy just looking at her finger with no more ring on it and Duke Hudson posing, and very odd. Yeah, okay, so Dexter was supposed to be, like, they featured them, whether, think back, like, all the way to the way, when she finally, like, is courting him or whatever, the, the storyline there, and then they, they do the whole wedding, that was, what, the first 2.0 was the, the yeah. big wedding, or some, sometime around then, and then to go through all this, and then just to do that, it's like, you couldn't have just done a Can you imagine, like, ending? you're watching... Breaking Bad, and then one week you tune in, yeah. and Skylar's just not in it, no. and Walt's just looking at his ring. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Like these have been sent. This is a running TV show. 
these have been central characters like, and yeah. they've just gone like that. I understand things like the Nash Carter thing when something like that happens, puts you in a bit of a predicament, but they control this. They can write this and really weird. I mean, even if you release them, they've still got 30 days. You still have them work. Yeah. Write them out. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's bizarre. You know, Dexter was someone I watched in like TNA impact. And mm. I was like, that's such a interesting, stupid character. They brought it here. I thought it was a stupid character, but for some strange reason, this got strange because that's his mm. gimmick, but like he made whatever it was always work. And mm. he got, I think got real good at doing it, especially here. So, uh, it, it is odd because we were like, Hey, why not just throw, tr- try it? He's been here. Yeah. You know, you know how he knows how he can do the matches. He knows how to wrestle. He's really good. Why not just try it and see if it would get over? But instead he's just gone. Very so odd. yeah, strange. And Persia being from Australia, that's something like visa issues. It's not as easy as just, Oh, well, she could go to impact or whatever. Mm. There's a lot more for her to go through. So I think that's, that's a real shame because I think she's, yeah. uh, like I, th- I thought she had something. I quite liked her. Yeah, I mean, we, we you mentioned some of the other ones. Going back to Parker or H- Harland, mm. he was someone that had a lot of buzz just because of the way he looks. I mean, the guy is a unit, mm. and there was Brock Lesnar like comparisons and stuff. They made him, they put him on TV and made him shave his head mm. and made him completely not anything that the character that he is in real life. Because whenever I look and see him online, he's posting photos with or, or hanging out with like celebrities yeah like rappers like he seems to like have some cool connections or cool friends or something instead they just made him this like silent guy i, I don't mean, know maybe what the, what the, deal like, is there, the pc just wasn't showing enough maybe perhaps. i don't know but um i i he was someone i was so interested to see actual wrestle and i got to see him throw brian kendrick down some stairs yeah and throw someone off a roof but i i the interest is still a little like maybe it's maybe he was it wasn't a, a good wrestler there mm. or something so i don't know what the, it was but I was still like, oh, look, I mean, look at the size of him. He looks like he could be a huge pro wrestler and kill people and stuff. But I, I was a little shocked there. But I, I'm still wondering what the the deal was. I think, it, I mean, it it just shows how kind of furthering what Triple H said in that interview the other week. Yeah, it's like the process is going to be a lot quicker. Like you're going to bring people in. It's going to be a window of what, like six months. Are you cutting it or not? If you're not, we'll cut bait. We'll get in the next round of people and see what works, which means this show, it's going to, the rotation of characters is going to be so quick. Just as someone who does watch every week, it would be nice to have some closure with some of this. It feels like, you know, when you're watching a Netflix series and then suddenly it's like, oh, it's been canceled. We're not doing a final season. And you're like, can you just, can you just wrap it up? Can can we just get an episode where you write off, have, you know, like, the PC is on fire and set off by Dexter Loomis. And unfortunately, Dakota Kai, Bivens, Draco, uh, Anthony, all of them are just in there. Wow. Write them off. Yeah. Uh, that, those are, those are the two that, yeah, obviously we want to get to. Malcolm Bivens. Mm. I mean, what, Stokely? Yeah. Right? I mean, this guy got some buzz on the Indies way before his NXT days. The possibilities, I think, of this guy are endless. This seems to be so he was he, the one. Yeah, he didn't renew his contract, right? So he let his expire. Um, he kind of apparently sure. he wanted to leave about a year ago, and then the diamond mine thing came up. Okay, um, so stuck around. Maybe he was like, "Am I going to main roster? Am I managing someone there?" No. All right. Well, the rumor was. I, I read. I, I think it may have been fightful that said that he turned down managing Omos. Okay. So if that has any merit, then like maybe he just wasn't about it. But he is someone you, 
I mean, we were saying he finally found, they put him with a bunch of guys. He was with Tyler Rust. Yeah. He was with a bunch of people. He finally had something that was working mm. the, with the diamond mine. I don't, I think this guy would be on TV somewhere else real quick because he's yeah. such a good talker and we didn't even get the real, the real version of him on NXT. Feel bad for Mark Sterling, but he'd be a much better fit with Jade and the baddies. I think than how amazing that's smart Mark. That was the first thing that came to my yeah. mind when I read he's released. I'm like, whoa! Like, there's a whole thing there. Yeah, 100. Uh, percent But anyone, he could make someone. Yeah, if someone absolutely. Who can't talk. He could be their talker. Like, 100. Um, percent And and if it's not AEW, he will find. He will be anywhere. 100. percent I think uh, the the AFO might become the the HFO again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Stokely Hathaway? Isn't it? Yeah, true. Yeah, the Hathaway family office. Yeah. Wow. Be fun. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot you can do there. Yeah. Just make him some, make him a lawyer too, or some, like, you know, give yeah. him his gimmick or whatever. I think it could work. He's too talented to not, not work. Yeah. And then Dakota Kai, maybe the, yeah, the best NXT woman to never hold the championship. 100%. Yeah. Agree with that. Uh, I think she let hers expire as well. Did she? Yeah. Or, yeah. So, I mean, she's someone, I think it's, AEW is very bloated, but I think when it comes to the women's division, it's not. And I think she would be someone great over there as well. Um, yeah, really think they missed the boat with with Dakota Kai. Uh, she was given this weird uh, stuttering character, yeah. with the the just freaking out all the time. Uh, way before that, she she had some great storylines in NXT. I'm thinking of the Shayna Baszler stuff yeah. when that was happening. Like just as she became Dakota, changing her name from Evie. She's also said that it looks like she's going to have a, a new name okay. going forward. Like Evie was the chapter. This was the chapter. So maybe something kinda different. Kind of like Ruby Soho did, yeah, right? Yeah, kind of like change it a, okay. a bit there. But uh, honestly, yeah, I, I do see so much in Dakota Kai. And I I thought she had some of the greatest matches on TV in NXT. And you said she wasn't put in a lot of these huge takeover matches. I don't know. Has she even had it? Yeah, she must have. She had a few. Yeah, years. she had a few takeover matches. But like she put on some great TV matches mm. and she never won the title. But think of all the time she challenged for the title. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definite. Poor and you out. just got to think like she had those. Um, was it around like December time? She was doing the, the dark matches on like Raw and Smackdown. Yeah. And I imagine if they weren't interested with her there, she's like, why am I still here? She's been in NXT, what, five years? Yeah. She's been there a long, long time. Um, so, yeah, interesting crop of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure some of them we will see popping up again elsewhere. Uh, I can't say I'm at the point anymore where I'm sad. Where I hear about these releases when you're like, like oh, man. Sometimes it's a bit head-scratching, like people you see potential in, where you sure. go, oh, really? Them? But I think the... Uh, the scene and like the the indies have been growing as well think of this wrestlemania weekend so much more interesting this year yeah. than previous years because you had like a biff busick who was available or whatever and i think well like with few- the world opening up again and all these indie promotions hopefully you know gonna start thriving yeah it'll be cool to see some of these names floating around think about it wwe hoarded all this talent exactly all these years ago and now things are Kind of shifting again, and they're going for a completely different approach. It seems they don't want to hire just all the hot talent and see. They just they're hiring. They're doing what they're doing in their 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 system. So yeah, you are seeing uh, a lot of different uh, things popping up, which should lead me to uh, something else. If any local, meaning Toronto area listeners, 
are interested. There is a lot of indie wrestling popping up. I just saw there was a super kick show, which looked like a lot of fun. However, a uh, friend of mine is running a Lucha Palooza show from Demand Lucha. And again, any local Toronto area people, if you are interested in going to the show, well, I'm going to have a little uh, contest or draw, if you will, to give away some tickets to this show. Uh, so let me know. DM me this week or at Up Next Podcast on Twitter or Facebook or whatever it is that you use. And let me know if you are in the area. I don't want to give the tickets away to people in Chicago who can't go. But if you yeah, are. Chicago has an alpha Yeah, yeah. You don't need Lucha Palooza. But uh, Gringo Loco is on this show. So you might want to come. And for some reason, Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, I think is going to be there. I'm not sure. I don't really? know what he has to do with Lucha, but I'm, uh, maybe I'm going to learn. So uh, I'm going to be going to the show as well. So uh, that's May 26th, I believe, here in, uh, in Toronto. So just before Double or Nothing? Yeah, it's that weekend. So, I mean, fun time. Uh, and I know, and for any Toronto listeners, again, I think the same guys, Demand Lucha, are doing free Lucha for Cinco de Mayo weekend this weekend at Stacked Market in Toronto. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm super excited. Gringo Loco. I can't wait. He, he'll be, he'll be there? No, he's not at this one on Friday. I think oh. he's at the one on the, the one the, you're giving tickets yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see, now, now you've got me interested in this competition. <laughs> Gringo Loco? I know you love him. Yeah. Kenny Powers. Will Sylvester Lafort be there? No, no, no. Uh, Sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, let me know because I'm going to take all the local people who are interested in going and then I'll, I'll do a little uh, contest there. But I got to know who's interested. So let me know because then I'll be giving them away in uh, the next few weeks. But yeah, uh, Demand Lucha. I'm excited for, for pro wrestling. If we go to any of these things, we're going to Dynamite in June. Like, I'm just excited to go to these things. I love, I love this stuff, man. Yeah. Love this stuff. Yeah. And I love watching NXT. Shall we get into it? I think so. NXT May 3rd, 2022. And guys, it's spring breaking. Spring break. Yeah. Spring break. Uh, we've been having on kind of these big specials, um, like talent kind of running down the show to start with. We've seen this a lot with like Toxic Attraction. Um, now Pretty Deadly have that role. So they're kind of just hyping up every match. I think they're on like sunbeds with their tag titles, yeah. just talking through everything. They are toxic attraction. They're the male toxic attraction now, apparently. They've out toxic attraction. Yeah. These guys are now doing it better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we kick things off right away with a triple threat match for the North American Championship. Cameron Grimes defending the title against former champion Carmelo Hayes and Solo Sokoa, um, first of all, Solo Sokoa super over with this crowd. Loads of solo chants, loads of Uso chants, We the One poses, all that kind of stuff. Um, was definitely the, the fan favorite in this match here. And it starts off like mellow in between Sokoa and Grimes. And he's like, all right, who's, who's gonna, who's gonna fight first? And Sokoa just clocks him in the face. And they start to double team Mellow. Um, and Grimes and, uh, and Sokoa both go for a double super kick to Mellow, but he bails to the outside. Sokoa and Grimes then start to trade some early pin attempts. And then there's this hip toss from Grimes to Mellow, who lands into a Rana on Sokoa, which looked pretty cool. Uh, Mellow hits his big springboard clothesline to Solo. And then as Grimes is draped across the second rope, uh, Mellow hits a like a 
guillotine leg drop across him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He, we've seen him do this. It's like he floats backwards and then drops mm. down to leg drop you. There's then the collision course from Grimes, but the cover is broken up by a senton from Solo. And then Mello mocks the We The One pose, just mocking Sokoa mm. and the bloodline there. Um, Mello then sets up for what looked like maybe a destroyer, but Grimes starts to counter it into like... Uh, it's the it's the code Rabushi, like the hook leg pile driver thing. Bastard driver. The bastard driver. But Sokoa super kicks Grimes in the face, which counters this like into a destroyer. Into like a, a code red. Code red. Yeah, yeah. Look great. Um, there's then this Tower of Doom spot in the corner with a huge superplex powerbomb. Um, Grimes is then set up in the Tree of Woe with Mellow sat underneath him in the corner and Solo hits the Umaga hip attack yeah. in the corner. Samoan bulldozer. Squashing both of them. Uh, Solo then hits this crazy release German suplex to Grimes. There's a big Urinagi, or more like a rock bottom, to Mello, but Grimes just breaks it up. Grimes comes back with the Rana to both guys at the same time, followed by the Poison Rana to Mello for a two-count Grimes goes up for the cave-in, but gets caught midair with a code breaker this from was, Grimes. Yeah, this no, from Hayes. From Hayes, yeah. yes. So in midair, he gets caught into this code breaker. This was clean, yeah. And uh, the pin is just broken up. Almost looked like a three there. Grimes then leaps off the top rope and eats a super kick from Solo. The Uso splash is hit from Solo, but Mello just breaks it up. And while this crowd was sure Sokoa had won the title then, there's chance of that was three uh, really great near fall. And then Solo pops Mello up in a Samoan drop, but Grimes comes off the top rope with the cave-in onto Sokoa, sending Mello crashing as well. And Grimes retains the title by pinning Sokoa. But uh, what I thought is a real... Highlight of 2.0, this match, to kick things off. Really good stuff between the three. Yeah, I mean, Cameron Grimes obviously been in NXT for quite a while, and then Hayes now already has become one of the top 2.0 guys for sure, if not pro- probably my favorite ones to, mm. to come out of this kind of thing. And then Solo seems like he was so just thrown on TV really quickly and now is in this level here. I thought all three guys put on a pretty good show. There was a lot of, like three-way moves on each other, like counters and stuff like that. So some of those Ranas, like he would backflip him into the other one. There was like the release German. There was so many crazy stuff in between. I thought they worked really well. Solo Sokoa is just someone that's like becoming, like I said, you could have believed that he would, he would, I, I thought he was. Yeah. I kind of felt like it could be his time. Yeah. And the crowd were wanting to see it. I think because this, like the bloodline stories being going pretty well on the main roster and people are into it, that people see this guy, see the talent he's got, yeah. and just kind of want him to kind of succeed and move up and join this story. Um, but I, I thought he more than held his own here. Um, it's interesting, the triple threat that I found... You watch some like old triple threat matches from like the mid nineties and they kind of don't really know how to work it. And they're all trying to be in the ring at the same time. Then it kind of got perfected where it's all right. We take one guy out and they're out the ring for a bit and we wrestle and then they come in. Yeah. Now a lot of the recent triple threats 
we've watched, there isn't that much of that sleeping on the outside. And it is all three going at it all the time. And it's so exciting to watch. Uh, I thought this was really good. Yeah. Again, uh, I know Hayes is good. I know Grimes is good. This proved like solo. You yeah. fit in properly. And uh, I love all the, why not do the splash? Why not do the Umaga had, you know, the mm. thing? like, do, of course it, it, it's your, that's what it, it works. I do find with his hair though, he looks like if young Dominic Mysterio was an Uso. I mean, yeah. Is this guy like it's eventually? Is he eventually? <laughs> is it? Is he gonna have to keep that now to stand out from being like not Jimmy and Jay Uso? Yeah. So it's like, ooh, you're gonna have to keep doing that. That then blonde, like, it, yeah. Why not? Hey, you know what? It works. Do it. Why not? Uh, I I thought this was a lot of fun actually. We then go to Mandy Rose, who is in a tanning bed when Wendy Chu. We're back to 2.0, guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we had a great wrestling match to start the show, and we're back. Wendy Chu comes in dressed as a shark <laughs> and turns the. She's not lying. That's <laughs> I, she's in a shark onesie, yes. Turns the, like, the volume, the heating the volume. of this uh, tanning bed up really high. And, I mean, this is. Uh, someone tweeted out to us. Uh, the real like Halloween two vibes here. Does with, he not kill someone this way? He in the jacuzzi, isn't it, or something? He turns something up yeah. like really hot, and they. Can you die if you burn? You're, you're gonna you're like stuck in there. She's gonna rotisserie. This has been a, a thing in Bond as well, right? With the sauna, I think Sean Connery yeah. gets locked in a sauna with the, and someone turns the heating up. It sounds like it's in a lot of movies. Yeah, like, it sounds like it's a thing you you see. Yeah. So uh, Wendy Chu's trying to murder Mandy Rose here. Uh, but Mandy eventually gets out and she's bright red. She sees Gigi and JC and they were like going to head to a tiki bar. But they're like, oh, actually, you look like a strawberry and we don't want to go with you. And they leave her and Mandy sees herself in the mirror and screams. Oh. Uh, good stuff right here. Yeah, she's a rose lobster here. She's yeah. Just all red looking like Ross from Friends, even mm-hmm. more so just Super How many red. times have you used That's that? The reference? only one I can't think of any other. Like, what is when someone gets so burned? I feel what was I watched during Christmas time? I watched some terrible Tim Allen holiday movie, but like shamelessly love it at the same time. And that he gets like super burned in that as well, mm. or something. You in the Raptors parade? Yeah, I got burned there. Worst burn ever when I just went to the beach in Australia one day and, and didn't wear a hat. I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna work on some sun on my head. Worst idea yeah. I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Uh, this was weird because these things are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> these segments of 2.0 where it's like, this doesn't help toxic attraction. This doesn't help Wendy Chu. I'm sure someone found them funny. I don't like. I don't who? Know. Like who? <laughs> who? Who is writing this? Uh, yeah. Like this, this woman who like a few months ago was a, a wizard. <laughs> She she's, was Mei Ying. She's vaping yes. in people's faces. Now she's dressed as a shark, uh, giving people sunburns. At the end of the, I'm going to say right now, at the end of the day, the, Wendy Chu is going to have the greatest stories to tell people at parties. Like, <laughs> hey, so at work today, I, one day I was a wizard, like you said, and now I'm doing this shit. Like she's, you know, I, I uh, commend just, her commitment exactly to it. Like she does give it her all. Wow. She doesn't look embarrassed doing this shit but it's just who is who is the audience here yeah because in the same show you've got wanking jokes that's to come later as you have a woman running around dressed as a shark like this is very like six-year-old humor here 
why is this in the same show as like masturbation jokes right and simulated violence as a sport you know preach bizarre uh Mackenzie Mitchell's backstage with Nathan Frazier asking him how excited he is about his debut match and he starts off by going wow Mandy does look like a strawberry well Grayson Waller has a strong social media game but I don't care about that right now all I'm thinking about is the 10 year old boy inside of me that is losing his mind that he's about to appear on NXT I've been waiting for this moment my entire life um and yeah just came across as a a massive dork really he said he said uh this is like my birthday and christmas rolled into one yeah i was like wow all right this is bailey i hope it doesn't go that route <laughs> i think he's great but not uh, the the promo was not yeah a promo not didn't make this guy look cool at all yeah. which is a shame because we've seen his wrestling which is pretty cool yeah um but yeah i didn't think this was a good interview or a good way to go with this guy yeah i get he's young but i don't think he looks crazy young you know like you look at a a cora jade and she does look very young on that roster i don't think this guy looks like out of place young to be playing this like kid yeah he he seems like he would be cooler than the way he came across on the show Uh, he was trained by seth rollins so (laughs) 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 we see the creed brothers who are training uh, obviously, no Malcolm Bivens. Um, it's kind of to, uh, been alluded to that he just got fired by. So they're Diamond training. Mine. He's not there, and Roddy walks in, and he's like, "Okay, so I'm the leader I'm of Diamond the leader Mine." Of Diamond Mine. So that also answers. Hey, Roddy, uh, still here too? We didn't really talk about that, but yeah, Roderick Strong, who uh, requested his release, but is too valuable to WWE. Him and Mustafa Ali, they're like, "No, we just need you guys here." We can't have you go. Well, he's on TV here still. He is. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Creed Brothers are training with each other. And Roddy says, uh, I know you say you're ready, but I need you to show me you're ready. And they say, we're in the zone. He goes, well, look, I don't want a repeat of what happened in that gauntlet match. And uh, Roddy then like gets them all together around. There are some looks exchanged because obviously the Creeds are still kind of mad that he keeps on poking at this gauntlet match where yeah. they killed it um and he's like gather round i'm the leader of diamond mine and what i say goes they go oh okay roddy we will remember that we will all think about that they're like we will and yeah creed brothers look very like they look at done e- with yeah roddy. they look at each other like hmm we don't have bivens but do we gotta listen to this guy yeah uh, yeah, Diamond Mine was something I think was working, but then I guess WWE's like, okay, well, the best part of it are the Creed Brothers. They're the ones, the focus, so let's just do that. Yeah. Uh, I guess, with Bivens finally And uh, Ivy's been popular as well. True, um, yeah. But yeah, this, it looks like we're heading to a breakup with these guys. Maybe. Maybe. Um, we then see Indy Hartwell backstage, who's just looking at her, her ring finger, no more ring on it. Duke Hudson walks in, he's puffing his chest, and he looks sad as well, and then looks and kind of leans in for a kiss. She goes, oh, hell no! And he's like, oh, I wasn't going to do anything anyway. So, I guess we're going to have these two paired up. That's how you write off this guy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's how it. you wrote off Dexter Loomis, after all this stuff, after everything. No thumbs up, 
know him. Not even you could have. I'm not saying do the guy dirty and be like, wow, Dexter left me. Like you could have done that. It's it's this weird thing where they can't even say their names. Yeah. After they're gone. So weird. It's like there's no mention of Bivin. It's yeah. You you still. You have these people under contract for another 30 days. They're still employed by you until that 30 days are up, yeah, essentially. I, I don't know. And you can't even just say, I can't believe my best friend, after all these years, ran away with my husband, or something like that. And you go, all right. It's- yeah. Uh, it's, it's very weird. You could have done something. Honestly, why not let him just have a match? Loser leaves town. Done. He's gone. Yeah. Literally, like, that's what they used to do. Yeah. Why not? You just Very do- odd. Just weird. I keep seeing that uh, tweet going around of, you know, Poochie from The Simpsons, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, yeah. where it's just suddenly uh, like Dexter Loomis left to go back to his home planet. <laughs> like that's the right off. Yeah, that's, yeah, to go murder people because yeah. he's a serial killer. I'm sure he'll be fine. I think there's a, a, a spot for him. Again, I, th- I think after watching him for so long, he, he grew on me and mm. he kind of knew what, he, he's doing and he protects his gimmick man and you see his his like uh his tweet or whatever to him the news of him being released he was it a drawing it was a drawing it was like a painting or something of vince mcmahon and his t-rex skull <laughs> it's beautiful so yeah hats off to the guy i kind of want to if this guy comes on the indie scene imagine he goes to an indie show and from when like the thing starts to like even meeting the fans autographs or whatever he just doesn't talk yeah he should keep in gimmick. Great. He's great at it. Yeah. Um, Dexter Loomis, Gringo Loco. There we go. Samuel Shaw, I guess, is what yeah. he's going by again. Yeah, Samuel Shaw, Gringo Loco. That's a dream match. Samuel Shaw. Who else are like murderers in wrestling right now? Uh, Wendy Chu. Uh, <laughs> they're all in control your narrative, aren't they? Yeah, true. Yeah, I hope he doesn't go there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could see him going <laughs> Yeah, there. I see him going there. <laughs> Damn. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to our next match. Grayson Waller versus Nathan Fraser. Uh Grayson Waller comes out and he uh he kind of hugs and high fives. Uh MTV the challenge is Mark Long. You know Mark Long. Who? He's from the challenge on MTV. I didn't know that was still a Celebrities show. in the house. Vic okay. Joseph says, Wow, all the celebrities here at NXT two Oh yeah, you so, know it. What? <laughs> got AJ Galante again later. Yeah. Wow. Um, what even is MTV The Challenge? I like. I remember that I like no years idea. ago. Is that like Big Brother House Challenge? Uh, I guess it. it's a big challenge. Yeah. Wow. Um, Fraser comes out. His uh, I liked kind of his video for his entrance because uh, they have the screens going all around the the CWC and it was like this bolt of lightning, like mm-hmm. a race car, like whizzed round onto right. the Titantron. Looked kind of cool. His song was a bit. Odd though, yeah, it didn't. It didn't necessarily hit, but yeah, uh, it could be worse. Uh, there are some drop ki- kicks and headlock takedowns from Fraser early on. They then fall to the outside. They're slugging it out outside the ring. Uh, we see that Andre Chase with Chase. You are watching and cheering on Nathan Fraser. Uh, Fraser then does like the the pack like handsprings into the corner and then starts delivering these chops to Waller. Uh, Carter then, sorry, uh, Fraser goes for a springboard, but gets pushed off and lands on his throat on the top rope there. Um, Waller then slides under the ring, delivers a clothesline to the floor, and then Waterheel picks up a beach ball and just 
rips it in half because oh, uh, it's spring break shades of cesaro because yeah. they have like some boogie boards and some beach balls and yeah. chairs uh, at the front entrance there but yeah uh, Waller then hits a leg lariat followed by slam and starts to mock the Seth Rollins burn it down stomp in the corner as uh, Fraser was one of his students. But Fraser fires back, sends Waller to the outside, hits his uh, impressive looking tope suicida. Um, this is where I noticed Fraser's shoulder was all kind of bruised and purple. Um, so I don't know if he hurt it during this match. He goes for the... Uh, Phoenix splash, but Waller moves and then hits this kind of like flip into the unprettier almost. Like, yeah, it's like a bulldog unprettier. Yeah, look kind of cool. It was okay, yeah. Um, there's then a straight right hand from Waller. Um, they're fighting on the top and Fraser goes for the avalanche Spanish fly, but Waller pushes him off onto the top rope. And then it looks like Waller's thinking of maybe doing the like elbow drop to the floor but Andre Chase blows the air horn, which distracts him, causing him to fall off the ropes, allowing Fraser to hit the Phoenix Splash. Uh, he's got a nice Phoenix Splash, actually. It yeah. had a lot of speed to it. Um, and uh, Nathan Fraser pins Grayson Waller, uh, winning his debut match in NXT. Yeah. Uh, what a hokey finish. Mm. I mean... No, I, I am not even that high on Waller, but he. This looks so so stupid, yeah. and just because the guy's like, it wasn't in his face, it wasn't in his ear. He's not even that close to him, no. really. Uh, but yeah, distracts him enough to not only just fall backwards, but to balance whoa, whoa. and do the and then go whoops and like hit his face off the ropes. It was it was weird. Uh, it had some cool stuff, and it kind of showcased. Uh, some of Waller because mm. he did show some cool like new moves, but then Frazier obviously like, kind of wanting to be the highlight here with very fast technical stuff. I mean, he, you say he's pretty young. I mean, he's moves so fast. So definitely interested in seeing what this kid can do for sure. But the Phoenix splash looked awesome, but the takeaway didn't, it didn't help Frazier because he didn't even win clean. Yeah. Like the end was so silly. Yeah. Um, and unnecessary. You could have just had Fraser win this. Yeah. Um, also, I like didn't think it was bad, but I would have said I was way more impressed by that match on Dark that kind of got everyone's attention. Yes, for sure. On Ben Carter. I didn't think the flashy stuff he was doing was necessarily anything new that it stood out. Like there it wasn't anything he really showed that we like didn't see in that triple threat earlier or anything like that. Um the Phoenix Which, Splash is cool. Phoenix but, yeah. Splash looks great, but um, I don't know. I, I feel that first time we saw him, it was like, wow, this kid's impressive. And I thought he looked good, but didn't like stand out here. Sure. I agree. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 
21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. We uh, get a video package for Fallon Henley, uh, who's going to be entering the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. And she says, look, you all know I love to get rowdy with Briggs and Jensen, but you know what I love more? Horses. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, when my family sold the ranch, I got to keep my horse, Luna. I think her name is Luna. Nice. And, well, Fallon says that she's hell on wheels. Um, she loves a, horses. She's a horse girl. She's a horse girl. I don't know. You know horse girls? Is it, That's a thing. Yeah. Horse girl, girls who love horses, uh, they're, like, they, they're usually insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not offending any horse people. I'm sorry. But that's what the internet always tells me. It's like, oh, well, if they have horses... They're, don't stay away from them. Yeah. She even says here, small town girl. Yeah. She's literally like, I'm a small, I, I could be down with this gimmick. I like Fallon. I, I've yeah. enjoyed her and I've actually, pref- I've enjoyed the like Briggs and Jensen act more since she's joined them. Agreed. Um, and I, I think she, she naturally has like quite a lot of personality. Um, easily, easily memorable comparing to like when you get introduced in yeah, these kinds of absolutely. things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think she's very likable. I think she's a very natural baby face. Uh, it's just funny. Like you've yeah. got, it's, as we said, we had an excellent first match and then we've got shark murderers, air horn falling off ropes. And I love Briggs and Jensen, but I love horses more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we got we have our Cowboys gimmicks all over. We've mm. had Stan Hansen. We've had JBL, Hangman Page. We need more cow cowgirls. We do need more cowgirls. Cowgirls. Yeah. yeah. So why not? You know what? I'm kind of for Fallon. I think there's something there. I've enjoyed her wrestling as well. So I, I kind of hope she goes quite far in this. She's one of the personalities we've seen more of. Um, so I love that. I, like, I don't know if this has any merit. It's wrestling. It's kayfabe. This could easily be like a, a silly line they wrote, but they were particular of her saying it. She said, "My family sold the ranch, and that's when we got the bar." Because remember, oh, the yeah, gimmick. Yeah, the right. gimmick is she's the, she's the bartender. So, like, I don't know if that was like. Wait, are you telling me your parents actually own a bar? Because that would be cool. You could have even shown that in this video. But I mean, I mean, the next segment should have been at her bar. That we're going to go into. Yeah. Like, you're telling me Lash Legend gets a TV show that doesn't really air anymore. Like, it seems that gimmick's kind of changed. Why not have, like, the bar, like, segment? Like, APA used to do. (laughs) We should have, like, more, like, yeah. Like, this is, you know, you watch, like, a soap opera and you've got the pub. Like, I'm thinking Coronation You've got, like, the pub. You've got the laundrette. You've got the factory. You've got the news agents. um, You've got the butcher's shop. And then you got all their houses. That's how NXT should be. You've got yeah. the barber shop where like Mello hangs out. Right. You got Fallon's bar. Uh, this is like The Sims. Yeah. You've got oh. the uh, the restaurant where 
So he stalks, throws fish everywhere. Actually, is the same restaurant we'll talk about it, later. It's got to be, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Well, well, I want to see more of this landscape. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm for it, too. Definitely. I like to see the world. You know, it's yeah. world wrestling entertainment. It should be. Like, Show a real, world. like, world building. We don't ever, you don't need to cut promos backstage all the time. Wouldn't you be like, camera crew, come to my house. I'm going on my horse and my ranch. You're gonna cut. I'm gonna cut a promo. Like yeah. do more of that. Yeah, there needs to be more of that. But the bar would be a good setting. I think, think so. of any sitcom. There's always like a hangout place, like a bar or whatever. It's like could do it there. Just don't give her a laugh track like Lash Legend. No. Well, we go to uh, the meeting between the two families, La Familia, and the family. Uh, Tony D'Angelo with. AJ Galante and Stacks. Two Stacks? What is it? Two, two, is it two Dice? <laughs> two Dice and Stacks. <laughs> uh, meeting with Legado del Fantasma. Uh, Tony D walks in and LDF are like, yo, you're late. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Calm down. Ja-. Does he call him Jacqueline? He calls Joaquin Jacqueline, I think. I don't know. And Maybe. he's like, hey, don't, hey. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Throw all your uh, serious tone. Just... Just shake it off for a sec and then take in this segment. <laughs> so Santos says that Galante doesn't belong here. And I, wh- what did Tony say? He, he he's said- a, he's a, his advisor. Galante is part okay. of the family. He's, his, he's the guy who guides him. I was trying to... What's the Italian word he used? Like, began with C. Uh, <laughs> Frank, Sino, help. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so Tony says, look, I called this meeting because... I want to sell something before it escalates to somewhere we don't want to get. And tonight we're going to settle things like businessmen. And Santo says, look, I respect how you carry yourself, but I don't respect you as a businessman. And everyone trusts Santos Escobar, but I don't see that trust with you. And Tony's like, look, he goes, Tony, you play these games. You're doing the fish on the windshield. It's all very low class. And who are these two goons behind you? And stacks and cash. <laughs> <laughs> Look like, hey, what do you say? Oh, don't call us goons. And Tony explains, "Look, games are fun. My mate Stacks here fucking loves games. <laughs> he loves playing dice." And he loves playing cards. He loves playing poker. He loves playing Yahtzee. <laughs> Is that a game that gangsters play? Yahtzee? Yahtzee? Uh, dice, yeah. I, haven't play- I mean, dice, yeah. But is that what he... Maybe he's... Okay, maybe he's saying that. In- yeah, all right, all right. I love Yahtzee. Yahtzee's good. Been a while. Uh, Santos says that he's adding to an ever-growing empire and maybe they could come back together. So follow my lead. And Tony's offended by this. It's, what, what do you mean, follow my lead? He calls him crazy, and Santos goes, look, I think we should have a truce. And Tony apologizes for his hot-headedness. And Santos is like, you know, I, I, I'm sorry for not seeing where you were coming from with all this as well. Hmm. So they agree that peace is what is best for the business. Uh, and they drink, and they have a toast. So they, uh, they've had a truce. And the, the music that is just playing behind them just swells. And it seems like... Uh, there's a bit of a peace agreement between these two gangs. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Tell your friends when they say, oh, you watch pro wrestling? What's that all about? I don't know. Well, there's this uh, Lucha 
gang here with Lecar- uh what is it uh, Santos uh Joaquin Wild Electra and, and then and then there's the Italian mafia that are feuding and they're some of them are wrestlers and sometimes they fight but they're they're feuding and they're doing it there's like was what I'm I don't hate it I'm like okay I mean it's it's going to lead to the It's so ridiculous It's so stupid And that's where I Also the music didn't fit it that music did not that wasn't like do it sounded very it didn't sound like um wasn't Godfather no, was it? It needed to be the the, the what the van, the violin, the mm. mandolin, whatever they used there. But it was it was a little weird. Uh, I could have, I think they could have gone a bit more into it, over the top. I think you could have done quotes of you know he didn't even say we have an offer for you or make mm. you a deal or anything like that. It was like, well, there's got to be enough pie for the both of us. That was pretty much it. Yeah, it's really weird. I love gangster movies. It's, I love wrestling, but when th- I love horror movies, I love wrestling. But when they come together, sometimes well, it's not- I think th- this is where I kind of look at this show sometimes and just be like, "These are all just insane people. <laughs> <laughs> These they're not gangsters. They think it's just they some guy called Tony. <laughs> yeah, and his mates. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they haven't killed anyone. They don't have any businesses, but it's just like just let them think. Just just don't don't ruin the. It's Shutter Island, isn't it? Yeah, like, they, let them these people. That, yeah. Let them think that they're these people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, you just got to accept the ridiculousness it's, of it. It's so bad, and it's so. I great. think Santos is that was actually very good here. I find him way more believable. Yeah, it, it's all ridiculous, but Tony's a lot more cartoony. Even his goons just don't look. Like he just he just found them at the PC, didn't he? Yeah, these guys. yeah, yeah. Whereas Legado does feel. More like a family. Yeah, maybe the goons are like f- become fodder. I'm still waiting for Fabian, which yeah. we, we we might get to. But yeah, uh, the peace offering between the two families, the two gangs here, very funny, mm. very stupid. I I tune in for wrestling, and I'm getting you know, it's it is funny that they do sh- flash the restaurant. It's the same restaurant they went for like so many. Of these things, they must have a deal with. This. I think it's Fresca. I think it's called. Right, Not like like the soda. Like, yeah. yeah. But again, wouldn't it have been so? Much, just go to Fallon's bar. Like Fallon's the one serving them. Yeah. Like come on, world building guys. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, we now go to some Vikings. Uh, was the word concierge? No, that's like what we have downstairs in our condos. It that's was something what? like concierge, but it wasn't concierge. Con. Cons- I don't know, man. Someone in the chat was explaining. Consigliere. Wow. There we go. Bravo. Yeah. Um, the Viking Raiders are being interviewed, and they say that no doubt that the Creed brothers are world-class athletes, but nothing compares to the war that they will be in, and it's time to prepare the battlefield because the raid is here. And pretty deadly interrupt by going, raid, raid, raid. They say they can't wait to see the... Viking Raiders, and uh, after tonight, the Creeds will be damaged goods for them to pick up the pieces. And while the Raiders say, you interrupt us again, and we'll change who's damaged goods. So pretty deadly kind of back up here. And uh, yeah, the Raiders say, like, look, we came with one goal in mind to beat the Creeds, but we could change our mind and go for you too. So pretty deadly kind of run away here. Yeah, they don't want that smoke. Mm. They're they're like, oh, you know what? Uh, actually, uh, we're just never. They should, we shouldn't have ran our mouth. Yeah. Uh, we're should sorry. We, should we get out of here? Yes, boys. 
we then have a little thing with Joe Gacy who says change can be intimidating, but don't be frightened by change because change helps improve the world. I am the change. And tonight we are on the precipice of a new beginning. And you should be afraid of what happens if I don't win the NXT championship. Tonight I change the world. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. What, 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 what is it, Charlie Brown? <laughs> the adults, you can't understand what they're saying. Rabble, rabble, rabble. That's this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, he'll he'll be more like Bray Wyatt by the end of the night. Oh yeah. We go to this very anticipated tag match. Yeah. Between been, wa- been waiting all week. Nikita Lyons and Cora Jade teaming up to take on Natalia and Lash Legend. The, team, the two legends. The boat legend. Yeah. Um. Cora comes down on a skateboard a little bit more than usual. Uh, would 1.8 seconds count as little more than it, usual? It was still a little more than usual. Wow. Yeah. yeah she's getting there. Um, match starts. Cora goes for a high knee in the corner to Legend, but gets caught and backed into the corner, uh, allowing Natalia to tag in. Uh, these two start trading some pin attempts. Uh, Lions and then Natty both go at it and kind of try to do outdo each other. They do a little bit of kind of chain wrestling here with wrist locks and Lion's hand springs out of one and then Natalia does the same. Hey, again, uh, I know Nikita's pretty new to this game and obviously Natty, uh, kind of uh, a legend, you know, I guess you could say, in WWE women's wrestling here. And we're, we're going back and forth and I thought this was probably the best part of this match mm. was when it showed both of them are... I, I was pretty impressed by Nikita doing this and then when Natty did it, I was, I don't know, I was like, whoa, I haven't seen Natty kind of bring it out as much uh but it was looking good mm. uh legend then clotheslines lines to the floor and she's kind of selling her arm as we go into the commercial break after the break natalia has cora in a backbreaker and canadian backbreaker yeah like the torture rack almost. yeah it's like you have them up over this way and you bend them this way canadian backbreaker from the canadian and uh it's just natalia and lash beating down on cora for a long time Cora eventually makes the tag to uh, Lions, who hits Natty with her uh, like kicking combo. There's a running blockbuster from Lions, and then Natalia goes to break up the pin, but accidentally drop kicks Legend in the face. <sighs> this allows Lions to hit a release German suplex, followed by the split leg drop, and then Cora comes off the top with the sent on to pick up the win. I thought the finish looked really weak. <laughs> I don't think that leg drop looks like it hurts. It just looks like you fall a bit. And then Cora, I think, is too small for the senton. It, she just... And then, like, there's no impact. I, mm. I don't know if there was, like, because there wasn't much of a, a sell to it or something. But I was kind of like, oh, I know that's your finishing moves. But, oh, all right. Uh, but other than that, there were some good. there was some good stuff in this. I think Natty coming down and working with a lot of the new talent is such a good idea. They should do that more often with other wrestlers as well. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it didn't kind of get up to the, the legendary status, the boat status I thought it was going to get to. But it still had some stuff. But, and especially where these, like, legend and lions especially, like, where they are, I, I thought this was... Pretty good. It, it, this actually kind of reminded me about the t- Divas tag match we talk about on Was Next this week. Like, you, you see, like, Promise. Ba- Bailey and Charlotte, Bailey and versus-, Charlotte versus Alicia Fox and Exana. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't I didn't mind this. I, I think the uh, the women here are, are improving every week. Uh, and I love Nikita doing the blockbuster. Yes. 
I like a blockbuster. She's got the stuff. Yeah. Well, Oni's gone now, so she can take it. Yeah. We see uh, Tatum Paxley, who's going to be in the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. And she says, look, I love Briggs and Jensen, but you know what I really like? (laughs) Powerlifting. Yeah, that's pretty much what she says. She loves powerlifting because it's just you and the weight. And she says, no matter how much weight is on the bar, I know I can pick it up. Uh, I think... We've seen her kind of what uh, try to be in the diamond mine. Kind yeah, of thing, she's right? had the thing with Ivy, and it makes sense. She's got this like look that she looks like she's could be rough around the edges. She's got these like crazy eyes, meaning crazy like they're like like intense, like beautiful almost. Right. Like I've never seen eyes like that. They like sparkle and like stand out really strong. So she definitely has like this look that I would say helps her stand out. And the gimmick here is that she's the power lifter. I think you could move that from powerlifting into just being like maybe more so a fighter. I guess that's why the the diamond mine like yeah. actually works there. But from what I've seen, like, but we like if you're doing this, we really need to see her like do some Cesaro like strength stuff. True. Okay. You know, I'm trying to think who's a big. Wasn't it Lash Legend who's been lifting like breaking? Someone's been breaking some records. Uh, oh, in the PC. Yeah, yeah. I forget what who who. Was but yeah, uh, if you're gonna go with that gimmick, then like powerlift, like sh- sh- I guess yeah, you're you're. She's not also also not the biggest. So if your gimmick's the powerlifting, can you lift people? Can that's, you do that's that? That's what pose? I mean. Like she'll need to. Gorilla I mean, press? Naya's not there, but that's what you need. If if yeah. you're gonna have like this character there who's a yeah. powerlifter, you need her to do some like you know AA to the big show kind of torture thing. rack. Yeah, some people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, it was it, at least it's something. But I, I've yeah. liked what we've seen of Tatum exactly. so far. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm kind of looking forward for this tournament to start yeah. and actually showcase some of these new women a bit more. We see JC and Gigi who are on the beach. Here's the real main event, guys. They're talking about how everyone's obsessed with them. And while well, we see Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez are spying on them, they've got their binoculars out. Um, Wendy's still dressed like a shark. Um, Gigi and JC then go for a bit of a swim and well, Wendy goes up and steals their shoes and their keys. And then they're like, here, come and get this. But it, it means Gigi and JC have to walk barefoot across the hot, ah, hot sand and the hot floor, floor. is lava. Yeah. They, that does suck. You know, when you go like to a, yeah. like a swimming resort or whatever. And the beach, hot sand, man, hot sand burn hurts. for sure. But like. Great stuff yeah. in, in my wrestling. Uh, so. This was terrible. Like, oh, th- this whole toxic attraction thing just. This was. This Wendy was just definitely. needs to kill him off for good. Wendy. So she steals her car. They stole the keys. It was more like she just made them walk. I think she gave the keys back, but it was oh. more like, ah, oh, come and get them. Knowing because she's got their shoes that they'd hurt their feet. So she's just burning them all. Like, this is the. This is the ultimate 2.0 thing here. Yeah. It's ha- it has the the thirstiness of 2.0. What is the segment? Oh, it's Gigi and JC taking their shirts off while they're in their bikinis in the beach now. And then, okay, insert the sleepy girl gimmicks who's now in shark onesie with Roxanne Perez who are now – like it's like in the movies when people run and they steal their clothes and people are like skinny dipping, yeah. but it's like okay, we're gonna steal their car keys and their shoes, and then it's oh, it's hot sand and ah, and then it's like hee hee hee, and then they. I just don't know who it's for. 
Yeah, it's like you're aiming, you're you're having these girls in bikinis, but the humor is like aimed at like kids. It seems so. It's like yeah. what? Uh, and it's just very odd because uh, Ember Moon did an interview yeah. with Athena just recently, and that's what she says in that. Uh, so I'm not like, yeah, she basically odd. said yeah. they they told them all to start dressing like Mandy Rose and just, and she said nothing wrong with Mandy Rose. Like, yeah, she's great, but like. We're not all like that. Like, the 2.0 is meme-worthy because uh, the internet, yeah, they'll go super thirsty over bikini segments and beach stuff. But then you also get, like, just the out, just out ridiculous visuals of, like, the shark onesie and binoculars. Like, it's an episode of Baywatch or something. Like, it's so over the top. It's so much of that stuff, though, which it's like, ugh, if someone were to sit and watch it with me, I'd I'm hate embarrassed. it. I am. And, but then there's good stuff. Like I thought, I thought this week actually had some really good wrestling on it and it's yeah. just head scratching this stuff. Uh, this was like, this is up there for one of the worst ones. They've I done. think so. And I, we just keep saying that every time we watch these things. So, uh, yeah. And, and you know what? Like we said, May, she, Wendy Chu was Mei Ying. She was vaping. She was the de- demon lady with Boa. And now she's resort. Like this, this poor girl just gets thrown these weird, has Boa gone? Was he released? I feel like that was like time ago. But just in case, Poe went out. I, I, yeah, I genuinely can't keep up anymore. Yeah. Is Boa still there? I think he's gone. Boa released. <laughs> I, think, I think he's gone. <laughs> okay. All right. Is he? Now you have to fact check me. We need to know now. The people need to know. Is, has Boa? I feel like we talked about it like time ago. I can't. I typed in Boa released NXT. And you never know these up. days. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, his demon. Is, was released. Yeah. Because he was, re- he was demonized or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just weird. Uh, Wendy Chu, I think, is so much uh, above this thing. I-, I was on Twitter while this happened, and I saw Sasha Banks just oh, tw- yeah. tweeted, no, 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 after this segment. And I was like, oh, is she watching this? And then she tweeted right away after that, give me the keys. So I was like, is she talking about Wendy Chu in the toxic attraction thing- segment? So was she watching this? And maybe yeah. she loved it, or maybe she hated it. I I can imagine she didn't love it. Yeah. Maybe give me the keys to the show. Let me write this shit for these women. Yeah. Give them something good to do. Yeah. Uh, JC and Gigi, and the whole toxic attraction thing doesn't work. And it's weird, because I do think that the three of them could probably create something a bit better. But they keep it, all it is is like, ooh, here they are. Like on screen, look at how hot they are. I don't think it's even helped any of them. No, you know, like I I feel at least Diamond Mine, like that's that's raised all of them up. I think. Whereas Toxic Attraction, sure they're in, they're on TV a lot, but I don't think it's really improved their popularity or their wrestling even, yeah, or their mic skills or any of it. It's just all bad. But they know how to take their shirts off and go into the beach and then walk on hot sand and act like it's fire. I mean, hey, that's more than I can do. Hey, so. hey, I think they could do better than that. Yeah. I think they actually are okay. better. I, I especially Gigi. Uh, been been a fan of Gigi, and I I'm like, ah, you you were doing your you were so innovative and creative on the indies, and here you're just doing this. It's a little weird, but uh, hey, there's always time to turn it around and whatever. But there's still the champs, which is the thing. It's like you're the champ. You should be a the program should be working. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some good stuff. Yeah. Creed Brothers versus Viking Raiders. Um, the Viking Raiders hit the Viking experience right away to Julius, but Julius kicks out. 
Brutus then comes in and starts... He does these, like, double clubbing, like, hammers with his fists. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen him do it before, but this, he was just, like, cracking Eric on the head here. Uh, Looked great. Uh, Then starts delivering a few gut-wrench suplexes. Ivar hits a splash to Julius on the floor. And then uh, Brutus hits the assisted release powerbomb. There's a knee from Eric to the back of Brutus's head for a two-count... Then Ivar slams Julius down and hits a tiger driver for a two count. Ivar then power bombs Eric on top of Julius, which yeah. like these guys are huge. He's lifting his own buddy. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I know them as Ivar War- power bombs Eric. Yeah. Steve and Ivar. Yeah. Steve and Eric. Tim and Eric. They power bomb the one guy onto the other one, like crushing mm. these guys. Very impressive spot. Yeah. There's then a splash from Ivar to Brutus for a two count. Julius tags in and Ivar sits on him, does that kind of corner stomp, sit down thing, which always looks great. Um, Julius then, uh, while Ivar climbs the top rope, Julius just leaps up like a cat. Wow. And hits this superplex, looked awesome. And then goes for his big, like, finishing lariat, but Ivar ducks it and comes back with a huge spin kick, which, again, for the big guy, we've seen these guys do this before, but it's always so impressive, the size of them uh, hitting these moves. There's then an assisted guillotine leg drop from Viking Raiders to Julius. This is their their finisher, no? One of them, yeah. The raid or one of the things, yeah. And Brutus just breaks it up. Um, Julius then hits his, like, Olympic-style wrestling takedown. Um, Brutus takes out Ivar, there's then a big knee from Eric to the face and out of nowhere, Roderick Strong flies in on the outside with a knee to the side of Eric's head. Um, the timing here was great and Amazing. the way it was shot, like Roddy just flew out of nowhere uh, in a hood and just disappeared. And that allowed Julius to hit that big lariat for the win. Um Creed's are celebrating, and then as it shows the replay, they see what Roddy did. And, well, it looks like they're not too happy with him because they wanted to do it on their own. Um, but this match was great. Yeah, this was easily my match of the night for this show. This was awesome. I think easily the best match since 2.0 for me. Uh, the Creed's have been the the attraction for me for this whole show they're like a a project i think wwe are going to go forward with like put all your money and stock into creed bros because this was this was great i love the viking raiders war machine i think we mentioned last week that we were kind of excited for this match and i think it delivered because it had everything those guys i don't watch raw or smackdown i don't know what they're on now all i remember like i said they played basketball that one time and that was it i was like man you used to be great you were awesome and i got to see it Mm. here i thought the two teams clicked really well it, they were given some time as yeah, well that's something i felt with this show with both this and the triple threat i didn't feel shortchanged with either yeah. i thought both had a really good amount of time and really like i was there's all the silly shit but i got two really good matches on this show so i was kind of happy with this and this was like creed brothers um just stepping it up again like look completely uh comfortable in there with Viking Raiders, who two are really big guys. Team. Yeah, ex- super experienced. I mean, they must have has to have helped these guys working with these guys. But I, I, I thought they clicked so well. I'm a huge fan of uh, Eric. Fuck, which one's the bald one? Eric. Eric. Yeah, so stupid. Uh, that that's his name. But he has like one of the best, like the the knee strikes, the mm. V triggers. He does it like. 
probably one of the best. And to have that as the finish where he delivers it and then he turns around and gets the uh, again out of nowhere knee from Roddy. Uh, and then it has it has a it has a screwy finish that actually works and actually looks good and yeah. actually now develops the story of whoa I thought for a second they were okay with Roddy doing that but it turns out they're like whoa we didn't allow yeah it. I'm interested in their story yeah. as well uh, but yeah honestly probably one of my favorite TV matches this year uh, I don't know if there'll be a better TV NXT match than this year but this sets the the bar high this was this was awesome for sure uh, they need to run it back. Yeah, I'd like to for see sure. it again. But Absolutely. the Creed, the Creeds, the Creeds legit. delivered. Yeah, they'd be the ones that if there was another release and these guys were gone, I'd be like, really? No, what absolutely not. Because no. these guys are so much money. No, and uh, yeah, I, I love them. They're highlights every week. And, and I love the Viking Raiders. I used to love them on the Indies and stuff, and I it was cool to kind of see them have another sweet match. Yeah, but yeah, I can't, I can't, I. You know, I, you know, if you listen, I don't like NXT 2.0 all that much, but I was. I was jumping out my seat for this one. Banger. We see AJ Galante who says goodbye to Tony D'Angelo when Santos Escobar approaches him and knees him in the gut and throws him into a car. Legado kidnapped <laughs> again. Oh. Uh, they just needed to wear the lucha masks, all of them. To, that would have been funny. To kidnap. Yeah. But um, wow. could it be like, I mean, what we saw last time was, you know, Santos... Um, kidnapped uh raul yeah and kidnapped joaquin yeah and while it was fake and they were in on it all the time is that what this is here is aj galante actually because right part of legado right before he needs him in the balls he's like hey uh he clearly you know tony needs you you're a good guider you know maybe you could guide us yeah and I don't know. That's great. I just, I, I can't believe I'm so happy that I saw a kidnapping on TV tonight, but uh, it makes sense because if you know, you've been listening, they used to do this. That was the storyline mm. all those times ago. So, wow, good throw, good throwback, good callback to these guys pulling up. They're, they're experienced kidnappers here. They pulled up and they were in and out. This was real quick, inside yep. job. Good stuff. You're thinking it's an inside job. Maybe. I don't think so. Or that would be smooth. turn Galante. It would be smooth to, to do the callback to the OG kidnapping angles that mm. they did, but I just don't know if that worked because he seems like he was pretty close with TD. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Well, this means that there's there's actually no peace because no peace. They've already broken this truce. Yeah, so there's already the whole segment before it didn't for nothing. <laughs> yeah. We go to Briggs and Jensen. Uh, Jensen was attacked last week and he's got an injured hand. And he's seeing a doctor who says, you know, it should be good in about 10 to 12 weeks. Um, but because you've got so much muscle built up around it, you should be done quicker. Hey, why is your right hand stronger than your left? Hmm. And then Jensen is like, uh, uh, I, 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 uh, I don't know. Uh. And says, well, it should be better in six to eight weeks. And... I was there questioning. So you telling me Jensen has waited a week after breaking his hand to get, to get checked, it checked out, out by a doctor on TV. Yeah. You just needed a flash last week, last week, <laughs> but instead they're like, you're getting checked now on TV a week. Yeah. He's just been waiting, like hoping that it isn't broken. Uh, so wanking jokes on NXT. So this they, show has everything. Yeah, it really does. It has good wrestling, good graps. There was Vikings. There was kidnaps, attempted murders. 
the beach. The beach, yeah. Sharks. Sharks. And druids. Yeah. Uh, it has every Fire. You, you skipped over the shows. vignette for Alba Fire as well. Alba Fire. You had everything on this Former show. Former Kaylee Ray. She likes fire now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Briggs and Jensen. Jensen clearly uh, does the deed a lot. Yeah. I'm out. That's what he said. Because he's not getting his dates, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, now he could, like, he, if he gets a cast, he could get, like, oh, you want to sign my cast? And, like, that's your in. Could be, yeah. Right? True. Yeah. I'll have to learn how to be left-handed, though, wouldn't you? Not ambidextrous. No. We go to our main event of the evening. Joe Gacy challenging Bron Breaker for the NXT Championship. Um, Gacy makes his entrance and then as he gets into the ring, it kind of flicks from color to black and white. Mm-hmm. While it's like on his face. Yeah. And then we go backstage to see Bron by a lever that says on and off. Think like Simpsons, think Bugs Bunny, the big electrical box on-off switch. So he moves it to on, and the color comes back up. Ah, oh. He's like the Wizard of Oz. This would have been cooler if Gacy's entrance was always in black and white. Yeah. Or even tonight, if his whole entrance was in black and white. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're always giving Bron something. At least he wasn't breaking stuff today. He was fixing stuff. He was fixing stuff. (laughs) Bron fixed it. (laughs) So Bron comes out wearing uh, this pink singlet, and this was pretty cool. Yeah. uh, So, if again, we did a best match ever Steiner Brothers just a a little while ago just because of the whole Steiner's Hall of Fame and Bron Breaker and everything. And I think we watched a match where they were wearing this gear. So I actually recognized it. It's Rick Steiner's gear. Vic Joseph says that Bron is wearing... The same tights that Rick Steiner wore on the first episode of Monday Night Raw in 1993. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I look great in it. Yeah. I mean, it could actually be those ones. It could be just a remodel of it or retail it or whatever. But yeah, these are, these look like the same tights. They're awesome. So it ma- the match starts and it's all Breaker with kind of Gacy just backing up the whole time. Uh, Gacy knocks Breaker off the apron and Breaker just goes rolling up the ramp like he's Neymar here, just. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Who's Neymar? He's a Brazilian footballer who oh. gets knocked over and rolls halfway down the pitch. Oh. Uh, that's what you look like here. Um, Gacy does his kind of Baron Corbin-esque sweep through the bottom rope clothesline. Um, not quite as good as old Corbs. Uh, there's then a big Urinagi from Gacy. And that's when we notice that there are druids watching in the audience. Uh, Bron hits the second rope bulldog like his dad, Rick. This is pretty, he hits that pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hits a Frankensteiner and then kind of hit a belly to belly suplex. Vic, Vic Joseph with the, he didn't get all of it. Yeah. wasn't perfect, but is it enough? Yeah. Um, and then Gacy comes back with an elbow drop to the back and then an Alabama slam shades of Bob Holly. Ah, yeah. One of the best. Um, then follows up by, with a powerbomb, but uh, Breaker kicks out. This was pretty good. Like a sit-out Liger bomb. It was nice. And then Gacy goes for his like handspring clothesline, uh, but Bron ducks it and hits a big spear and retains the title. So no, none of his power slam, but finishes with a spear. He does have a good spear as well. Yeah, uh, it had some cool stuff. It reminded me that we've been watching this Joe Gacy angle for weeks now, and it's just been the drizzling shits. But when it comes to some wrestling, the guy can actually 
go, I think, is what I got a glimpse of here. Like, oh, yeah, we, what, I've, what we've seen of him before, he, he knows what he's doing. Uh, and at this point, I'd say Braun knows what he's doing as well here with uh, some stuff. It wasn't, this wasn't very long. It wasn't very flashy. It didn't, this, I wasn't excited about this match anyway. So mm. it didn't even like, it didn't, it didn't disappoint me. It didn't it, amaze me. It just was like, all right, cool. We knew that Bra- there's no way this Joe Gacy thing no. was going forward. Uh, we just wanted this to move. I think this should have been more of a Goldberg situation. Just squashed him. Braun should have just said, you shouldn't have messed with my, my family. Boom. Jack, whatever he does, Jackhammer, whatever the moves he does, yeah. one, two, three, and beat him. And, and like then set up your next angle afterwards. I feel it should have been one way or the other. It should have either been, yeah, Braun just kill him. Yeah. Or Gacy, like really, you know, doing the stuff with the druids, like really, Ugh. like looking like he's going to beat him. Um, for Bron to then overcome it and win. It was just a little in the middle for me. And yeah. it just felt a little just flat. Especially after that hot match right before it. Yeah. So it's like definitely put... Even the crowd weren't very It wasn't necessarily it. bad. It was just a bit like flat for me. Um, and then of course the, the angle so after. after the match, two druids then get onto the apron and they're kind of wearing like red masks under their hoods. And NXT finishes. Yeah, we thought our feed cut out. Yeah. And we like quickly went to check and no, that was just the end of NXT. So the, the druids just stare at him. And no reveal of who these are. Is it because or... Joe Gacy said, like, even if I lose, there'll still be some hell to pay? So is this continuing? I guess so, because that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I mean, hard. are we going to then see a dot com of what happened after? I just looked to see if, if nothing. Something. I don't see anything. I mean, t- by tomorrow, by the time you're listening to this, sure, but. Yeah, bizarre. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of flat ending there uh, for sure. But hey, Braun won. I was exce- I was expecting someone else to like attack him and set up your next, you know, von Wagner. Literally, dude, anyone yeah. other than the dude in a druid yeah. thing. So yeah, uh, I'm happy this angle's over, but it doesn't even sound like it is. So, but I'll look at the the, the positives. I loved that tag team match. That absolutely delivered for me. The triple threat was also. Awesome. So NXT 2.0, finally kind of getting great. Give the matches time. If you're promoting this as like kind of a TV special show, let let them be treated like big mm. matches. I loved how the North American title match gets the intros in the ring, like a title match. Yeah. Like treat it, give it some time. Um, but then you also had like I, you would say a dream match with the Vikings versus the Creeds. Uh, that definitely was a highlight. And again, would recommend people checking it out. Everything else, there was a lot of other bad stuff and laughable stuff the mafia meeting that really doesn't matter so we're gonna see a whole lot more of mafia stuff for sure uh but then the beach stuff was really bad i kind of really enjoyed this show because i thought thought the bad stuff was so ridiculous it was just laugh out loud yeah um and i got two really good i i thought all the in-ring was like none of the wrestling like stunk up the joint this week and there was some really two really good matches so yeah. i quite enjoyed the show this week like it's yeah it depends what mood i'm in sometimes and like all the ridiculous stuff don't get me wrong it's bad it's not good but i do get enjoyment watching some wrestle crap sometimes 100 percent, and we love laughing at, at ridiculous stuff and just shaking our head being like ah oh, man and i'm just like i see the wendy chew binoculars 
shot. And I'm like, I can't wait to use this in memes. It's mm-hmm. just like, that's what it is. Uh, but the wrestling did hit tonight. So that's probably why I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I just, I like, wouldn't it be, do I sound so crazy? I love watching wrestling when there's wrestling. Yeah. Is it so hard? Yeah. Instead of just, I don't like watching Degrassi all the time. If I did, I'd watch Degrassi. Well, that, don't that's mix the it thing, with, isn't it? This felt like Baywatch and also this yeah. is like their version of Bash at the Beach, but. Uh, yeah, I liked, I liked, uh, Hobbs and Starks at the beach more though, sort than, um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some feedback. We post our feedback threads on the post wrestling forum and on the up next Facebook group. So make sure you search for up next group on Facebook and join it. And we'll start off with Corey who says this show is utterly atrocious now, especially when it comes to the portrayal of women. The horny segments involving toxic attraction and the incredibly shallow gimmicks in the breakout tournament. No wonder Ember Moon put WWE on blast for it in her interview with CVV. I think I might be done with NXT 2.0 until they realize that women aren't just there to be ogled at. Because with the de-emphasis of women like Io Shirai, they could easily find something for her to do while she's injured, but they choose not to. Saray and the release of women like Dakota Kai, along with constant horny commentary from Wade when it comes to Nikita, Lash, Tiffany, etc. It's just too much. I can honestly say 2.0 is now the worst weekly WWE show. That's not even talking about how awful a lot of the men's stuff is now as well, especially with the Gacy Breaker feud continuing, it seems. <laughs> I mean, a few was it two weeks ago when they did the, the push, the leap of faith thing with yeah. the Druids and stuff? That Definitely made me go, yeah, I wouldn't blame anyone for never watching mm. the show anymore. Definitely like the, the rest, how, how I do it. So I can imagine other wrestling fans. You have, you know, stuff you watch week to week. Okay. You watch, you know, you want to watch your Raws or your AEWs or even TV shows or movies that you like watching. Slowly when you hate, or start, don't like a show, you know, maybe The Bachelor just isn't hitting this season. You drop it from your roster. Mm. And I think a lot of people definitely did drop NXT from their normal viewing things. But I wouldn't say this episode tonight would be the one that makes me go, no, uh, never again. But no. I did feel that way two weeks ago. So yep. yeah. Um, we go to Sean, who writes in. I thought the show was pretty fun. Of the five scheduled matches, thank you for keeping it at the five matches. Hey, maybe that makes sense. Take yeah, it over. Was, it wasn't eight. It was five. Yeah. Uh, he continues. Three more than delivered. We got a great opener from Grimes, Solo, and Mello, though I kind of wish Solo have gotten the one, the win. Nathan Frazier had a terrific debut against Waller, and I really got a kick out of the finish with Andre Chase and the air horn. Yeah. And what a Phoenix splash from Fraser. This was also the best Waller has looked in a while. That over the back on Prettier was impressive. The Creeds and Raiders had the kind of hard hitting match you would expect from these teams and cracks in Diamond Mine are officially starting to show. Your mileage may vary on the Wendy Chew toxic attraction vignettes, but I thought they were fun. Chew's commitment to this is totally ridiculous character sells it for me. The six women tag was okay, but the, the talent gap between the women, I think he means just the, Tag match mm. uh, was good. Uh, he says um, it became glaring as the match went on, especially when it came to Lash Legend. The main event was fine, but nothing to write home about. I had hoped this would end the, the feud, but unfortunately, it looks like it's going to continue. Anyways, looking forward to the women's breakout tournament starting next week. It seems to set up for Roxanne Perez to win. I'm looking forward to seeing more from the new female talent. And finally, over at the forum, we go to MJ, who says, Mark Long is an OG. 
I and several friends have long wanted a challenge times WWE crossover with The Miz. Once talked to Johnny Bananas about this in a club. I might come back to 2.0 for Mark Long. Wow, so Mark Long's a draw. Mark Long's a draw. Wow. We've got we to gotta see if we can watch some Mark Long on the challenge after this. Maybe we're, we're missing something here. I want to know who Johnny Bananas is. <laughs> that guy sounds great. Johnny Bananas. Isn't that uh, Vincent Chase's brother in, in Entourage? Johnny Wasn't bananas. he Johnny Bananas? Maybe that's the guy. Maybe he's got to talk to MJ about that. You talked that. to Johnny Bananas from Entourage? MJ feels like he would be in Entourage. The show? Yeah? Yeah. Which one would he be? Uh, I don't know. It's been a while, but Jeremy Pivens. Yeah. <laughs> Ari? <laughs> I guess <laughs> Uh, guys, thanks for writing in feedback. Uh, we have that Facebook group you should join uh, because it's fun and we will read your comments and questions on the show. That was NXT. We hope you enjoyed us talking all about it. We will be back tomorrow night. We're going to be doing a BDE Elite chatting all about AEW Dynamite. Dante Martin versus Ray Phoenix. Say no more. That, oh, you don't, you don't even tomorrow? need you don't need to announce anything Oof. else. I'm, oh, no. They did announce Genie Pants. Oh, yes, with uh, against Riho, right? Yeah. Uh, so Yuka we'll, Sakazaki? Yeah, so uh, we'll chat all about that tomorrow night, and that'll be on this free feed as well, as well as another Shot in the Dark, I believe, will be coming out. John Cena chatting all about all the other wrestling, some impact, all the other stuff, everything else. And then, of course, patreon.com slash up next for five bucks a month, meaning it's the new month right now. You get the whole month of upcoming content plus everything in our back catalog there from the past months, which means it's like pennies dollars dimes per podcast go check it out and support us here at the bde we appreciate you listening and at up next podcast on twitter for all the updates of all the shows and everything else and that's it that is it all right i better have to go watch some owen hart matches for our best match ever owen hart coming out but thanks guys for listening we appreciate it i myself brayden harrington i'm on twitter and i'm on instagram at the bray d And you can find me at Davey Portman. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and spring break forever. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.